Yeah, go live. Let me see. I need to go live in the LinkedIn. You are live. We are live. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Dr. Annie, and welcome to all the viewers. We are streaming live today on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube as well. And welcome to the Women's Empowerment Series. It is an honor for me to welcome Dr. Annie. I didn't write your name. Can you say it for me properly so that I don't? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Hang. My name is Annie, A-N-I. Yeah, I know, but your last name, Dr. Oh, Annie. Rostomian. Rostomian. I just put my first name there. Dr. Annie, that's what I do too. <laughs> but I'm so proud and so honored to have you, Dr. Annie Rostomian. Uh, originally from Armenia, a beautiful doctor living in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and working on health and mindset. And uh, it's going to be such a beautiful conversation. I'm so excited and so honored to have you with us. I really appreciate it, Dr. Hin, And I cannot thank you enough for uh, inviting me today. And also, I'm so happy that we got connected. This is like uh, the best news of last week when I got to know you and your energy, your expertise, your just everything about you. I'm, I'm just so glad for our connection. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, this platform, Women's Empowerment, is really to showcase and to present inspiring women like you, women who are doing so much to improve the lives of women and men around us. And that's what you are doing, working with the health, with the mindset, and with, you know, using all your many years of experience. So let me ask you about to tell, tell, talk a, lot, a little bit about you, what you've done before, what brought you to the field of mindset and health. Oh, absolutely. I worked as a clinical pharmacist for the longest time in a traditional healthcare setting where I was managing uh, hundreds and hundreds of patients with chronic disease, diabetes, um, obesity, hyperlipidemia, and years were going by, but I, I was noticing that a lot of my patients were not only getting medication education, disease education, but also coaching, empowering, and giving them that feeling of you're in charge. And I realized that I'm more of the, the passionate coach for them uh, beyond medications. And, I, and truly what my passion was is to teach people, to teach patients that there's more to it. There's more to your health than just pills, tablets, medication. It's all about mostly using holistic modalities to prevent disease, not to get sick. And when my, and I started my business, I was working directly with female entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, teaching them how to focus on your health and mindset to translate that to financial success, business success. Because I always tell my clients, business is not only strategy. It's really not only strategy. It's so, such a big part of you. And it's, it's who you are. You, you do business as a person, not as a machine that does learn strategy. Do you agree? <laughs> I agree so much. Please tell us where you're connecting from as you're joining. I see a lot of people coming in. There's a question what we are specifically covering this morning. Okay, so this morning is such a beautiful and important subject. That's what Dr. Annie is saying is uh, what do we need to have to be thriving and to be successful in business? And it's not just strategy. There is so much to cover when it comes to having the right mindset, having the right healthy mental state. And I think that's exactly what you work on and what you help people with, isn't it, Dr. Annie? Absolutely. Yes. So I'm joining from uh, Los Angeles, California. I reside here for the last um, probably, yes, seven plus years. I originally wow. from Florida. It must be nice to be in LA. How is the weather these days? Uh, it's fantastic. It's getting better. We had really, you know, 
strong heat waves in uh, in August. But you know, LA, it's August, it's hot, and then it just goes back to spring weather, you know, most of the year. So uh, absolutely, business is personal. It's all about who you are and not leading your business with your true personality, your intention, your authenticity is just such a big disservice you will do for yourself. And a lot of women, there's a misconception about um, women in business that you have to become this type A, um, hyper, you know, active extrovert to do business. And we want to break that stereotype. We want to tell them that mm. you, you need authentically who you are, so, whoever you are. This is very good because that's such a tough thing because, you know, uh, how can you stop feeling and thinking that you shouldn't overwork yourself and be, you know, extrovert, as you said, and shift to something else? What is that something else that people are looking for that would help yeah. them? This is, this is such a good question, Dr. Hinge. So um, let's imagine you're a woman, you're a female entrepreneur in health and wellness. Let's imagine it's me. So thousands of other women may do the same. They may do the same business. They may have the same product. They may have the same program. But are they you? Are they the same as you? No. The reason people reach out to you is who you are, your energy, your no one can copy you. And if you try to be as authentic in your business and show up the truest self, who you believe you are, you are irreplaceable. This is the magic we want to tell women who are watching us today that don't try to be someone that you're not. Don't try to act as you're that strong, you know, go-getter woman if you're truly not. And introverts, absolutely. Women who are really not into expressing themselves, you know, and they're introverts, absolutely you can succeed in business. It's, yeah. it's who you really want to show up and who you want to attract. Yeah, so which means that if you you need to mirror your personality and and manage your business through your real personality, not try to copy, you know, other models or someone else. Exactly. And and in that way you're going to be your own trademark. No one can be your business, no one can be you and a lot of times you will stand out the way you give that energy to people. Not that your product is the best product on earth, which competition, right? We, there's always something better than yours. There's always something stronger and and like more colorful than yours. But what is that big part of your soul you give to your business, your customers, people who reach out to you? And sometimes you may not notice, but uh, on this, we're human, right? We're energetic creatures. We always are attracted to other people who resonate with us energetically. If I'm this bubbly, you know, extrovert person, super high energy, I may not attract women who are very calm and collected and introverts. They may not feel like they resonated with me. And that's fine because everyone has their own person. So never get discouraged. I always tell my clients, never get discouraged by, oh, I can't, I can't do business. I don't have the personality for it. Mm. that's the biggest message of the day I love that that's very good and um how um so how do you work with your clients because you said you focus on mindset and you've started you know being a pharmacist before and in the medical field how do you bring that into so I, absolutely I was um 
so highly educated in medications, disease, health, uh, and uh, really going towards that better you in a traditional model. So I started learning holistic modalities. What else is out there beyond medications? So, and I started learning about our genetics, our how our nutrition affects our uh, health based on our genes. And nutrigenomics is a huge uh, field and fastly developing uh, emerging science, which teaches us that we don't metabolize, we do not uh, react the same way to nutrition and medications. So one of the core pillars of my uh, program is um, identifying your own genomics, your own genetics. How do you actually show up in your health? What is it that's good for you? So that's one of the core pillars of the program. The next is um, hypno breathwork. We use a lot of breathwork technique to Id identify and understand what are the uh, blocks, what are the limiting beliefs that women have that will stop them at some mm -hmm. point not to reach their goals. And we also do a lot of mindset coaching, energy leadership. There's so much that you can add to your health without reaching to medicines. And one of the biggest passions I have is to teach people how to use less medications and more of the holistic, uh, you know, modalities. But mindset is the biggest factor. And I always um, describe them like, what do you think mindset is? If you imagine a tree, yeah, when the roots of the tree. Imagine the roots and that's your mindset. If your roots are not set in a good foundation, you're not nicely, you know, uh, rooted in the soil that's giving you the biggest growth. The tree is actually the strategy. So before your tree grows, before you even grow in your business, you have to work on your mindset. And it's a process. It's really not a one-day thing. And I'm sure you've, you've done so much work with that too. Yes. yes. Right. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And it has, we always uh, thought that it's just something that we add as a plus. But when you really understand it, it's actually the start of everything. But that's not how we grew up, really. We grew up with a, such a strong masculine paradigm that yeah. you need to work hard, you need to show up hard, you need to just do and continue on doing. And so you have that uh, image of being in business and, and working so hard that, you know, that's what you bring, uh, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. But it's exactly. only when you understand that to reach success, you'll reach it more by being aligned with your inner understanding, your, you know, connecting with your feminine energy more than actually that masculine doing and doing and doing and working so hard, then you are able to unlock. But I agree. Wholeheartedly. And a lot of times showing vulnerability in our business, it's kind of uh, a no, that you should not show your vulnerable, you should not show your weaknesses. You always have to show success. You do not show the other side of your business. But what people truly appreciate and believe and trust you more when you talk about your setbacks, your mm -hmm. failures, what didn't work for you. And mm -hmm. you're becoming, failure is our teacher. It's okay mm -hmm. to fail. I actually am looking forward to my failures and I want to fail in, you know, either one of those steps to learn better. How am I going to learn better if I... <laughs> I can't be successful all day, right? It's not true. And when you're showing up that authentic self, saying that I failed first time, second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time I succeeded, you give them hope saying, okay, that's possible for me too. 
you know, mm. she went through this and look where she is now. That's true. And we all did that. I mean, we all started with some things that have been painful, painful and difficult. And sometimes that, you know, that the very fact that you've gone through difficult and challenges had made you stronger, rethink yourself and, and reach a wisdom that you would never have discovered you had. And so you, it, I mean, I, I don't never say, you know, often we say failure, that's what people perceive and what people think it is. But it's not. It's just part of your journey. And your journey holds it all. Holds the good and the bad, the great and the less good. And you're, you should be able to kind of really walk with all of that together. The duality of it all. Hmm. We have to embrace them as uh, actually a cornerstone of your success. If you didn't fail, that means... Um, there's inauthenticity in your business. There's something that's not right. And if you're avoiding that failure, that's the most important thing we want to teach everyone who's watching us. And if you're avoiding failure to some degree, look into the reason why. Mm. Why are you, why are you avoiding to fail? What is going to okay. happen after? Are you going to feel disappointed to the, to the degree that you will not continue? Are you afraid of that moment? Which is mm. What else is going to happen? What's going to happen? What's the worst thing that can happen if you failed? Let's imagine you failed. <laughs> but that's you're right because often when you imagine that someone fails, you know what they're going to worry about is feeling, you know, sad and bad about it. It's the feeling that scares us more than actually the fact of doing it. And that's why people are like, we're not even going to try because we don't want to disappoint anyone. We don't want to have deception. We don't want to people see us as deception. And, and moreover, we don't want to feel that, oh, it didn't work out. Mm. But it's a process, it's growth, and you have to be surrounded with women with circle in a circle where you're embraced. Even with your failures, you're embraced. And you don't have to reach out to the biggest gurus in, in the industry. You just have to work with someone who's several steps ahead of you. And they've done that. They're... Mm -hmm. They're gonna sh it's, it's a very painful and slow journey if you try to do it on your own mm -hmm. because you're gonna, I'll figure this out. No. Trust someone who has walked that walk and, yeah. and it's going to try to actually teach you how to avoid those, right? Yeah, and that's why this industry is booming because – uh, you know, we we find we, we're seeing more beautiful and amazing mentors and coaches and people who has done it and showing shape, paving the way for others. But also, we've seen a lot of women uh, wanting to try to try and to, you know to and starting to understand the importance of being mentored, the importance of getting help. Because mm -hmm. more you do that, more you collapse the time into reaching what you want to reach in terms of objectives, and also avoid some of the failures that others have gone through and have seen it so this yeah no, i wanted to mention something that may resonate with um whoever you know people watching us growing up um in my culture we didn't have strong women leaders as role models so women had to be did you grew up in Mar armenia or armenia, yes, when did you go leave armenia what how old i left you? in 2007 i came to united states i was already a pharmacist i was gra oh, i graduated pharmacy school over there it was actually a medical school with a pharmacy degree and i came here and i went back to school again because i felt imposter i felt oh i'm inferior mm -hmm. i don't need an education in this country i have to go back i have to learn english i have mm -hmm. to like i have to compete i have to be equal 
So it was a lot of imposter, which is dissipating, but it's it's a work in progress. It, it's okay. <laughs> so we didn't have role models, strong women in business. And our model was women should not dedicate more time to their work than family. Mm-hmm. And that was the way to go. And my mom having so many talents and she's a writer, she published four books. Wow, that's very impressive. Yes, yeah. and, and looking at her in her, she's in her 70s and she's a four times, you know, published author, which she did later in her life after. But that's the best role model you can dream of. That's amazing. Yes. And then and then I, I was thinking if if she started this in her 50s, she had the desire to write and she's empowering and she's an educator. It's never too late. It's never too late. Even if you didn't have role models, even if it's a cultural thing that you should not be a leader, you don't have to be that strong, you know, business owner, like very male type of personality to mm-hmm. have the business. You can create your own and break the stigma. If it's not fitting your true nature, it's okay to question it. This is another message we want to drive home. Break it. If it's true you, it's going to come out some way. You may open a business that may serve other women. So truly follow and never say, oh, it's too late for me to do this. I have a lot of friends and colleagues who say, it's too late for me already to go back to school, to learn this. And I always say, why is it too late? Don't say that. (laughs) But your mom is such a beautiful example. That's amazing. You know, Um, when my dad was alive, yeah, he wasn't, he was not a big, in, you know, encourager of women. Like, so it was just very authoritarian. Like women have to go get education, work uh, at jobs that are maybe half a day to be able to, you know, give to family more of them. So she was scared to even um, express that passion of writing because she had to be there for the family. So my yes. dad passed away in 2010. So after that, she wrote four books. Four books. Incredible. <laughs> so that's so much passion in her that she has been hiding. Isn't that crazy? <gasps> yes. And I said, good for you. Because even if it was suppressed, it was, my dad was one of the best people I know. But still, if it was suppressed, if, if he wasn't encouraged or, um, you know, like he wouldn't encourage it, you still did it. It was true you. <laughs> that's incredible. So she was, she had, but that's nice because she kept her passion. She was just waiting yeah. and then the time came and she poured it out. I love that. And uh, uh, this is such a powerful story when sometimes it's- people ask me, why are you doing all these things that you're doing? And I said, my mom started this after she retired. Why shouldn't I? There's, that's if there's a passion in me that I'm, I've been coaching and helping my friends since I was 18. Okay. When that empower friend who's like, okay, go do this, go do that, do change this, change that. If it's true you, no matter what profession you choose, you're going to go towards that path of becoming even a thought leader in, a, in your industry, but empowering people to just push their limits in a good way. 
in a good way. Yeah, always in a good way. I think, you know, just by being and by doing what you are doing, you are empowering others because you give the, you know, that spark to others and inspire them. And often women think that they need to overdo it. But just the fact that they are themselves going through the transformation and integrating a growth as they go through it, as they are, you know, in their own evolution and development, they are an image and a role model. And, and a reflection of what's possible for others. Exactly. And to think about, you know, there were theories about our intelligence, right? Starting last century, there were psychologists who spoke about intelligence that as it's a born, you're born with intelligence. And unfortunately, you can't do anything about it. You're either are an intelligent person able to learn or not. And even, even the IQ test that was created and developed by I think Alfred Binet, psychologist, we couldn't agree, disagree with this more now because now research shows that neuroplasticity is, a, is an actual valid scientific concept. Our brains are able to get new information, adopt that new belief, and change those and create new neuronal pathways to be and act as the person you want to act. If you want to adopt a new belief... Mm-hmm. And have it as are your own, you absolutely, it's a muscle. Now brain is considered as a muscle you can train. So it's never too late. <laughs> I love that. But, you know, I remember when I was at Harvard, I had my professor, Peter Rogers. He was my, you know, professor and advisor and everything when I was, do- when I was doing my PhD. And he was saying that, you know, before being an illiterate or it's somebody who reads and writes, but being an illiterate today is someone who can change what he <laughs> had learned and relearn it and become a new person. And I think now that's what they prove with the with this neuroscience is that you know you need to relearn, you reprogram yourself, you put a new coding, a new programming, so that that's you become awesome. that person you want to be. And that's the yes. direction. And that's what mindset is. Mindset transformation, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. And cool. there's no such thing that I cannot learn and I cannot do this. And I cannot and learn and learn because you need to change what you're learned. You know, because and we all things that don't serve you. If you have a belief that says, I will, it's with my personality, I will never achieve this. No, unlearn that. Talk back yeah. to your learning beliefs. I always say, talk back to your negative mindset. And this is important when we teach our kids to know that uh, when they work very hard, it's not a genius, it's not an intelligence or being brilliant at one subject. I always tell my son, if you keep trying, try harder and you will achieve it. Uh, And always add that word, I haven't done it yet. Always add that yet. So you give yourself I will get it done. There's nothing impossible for me. Once you have that, you truly believe in that, uh, you can inspire others to believe in. But what if you inspire three, five, ten people that are in your circle just by believing in yourself? So this is what empowerment is. When uh, when you don't do it for yourself, it might be a disservice to others too. Mm-hmm. You don't empower others too with your disbelief. And always add the what if because, you know, we sometimes yeah. mechanically, we say we can't. No. I can't. It's impossible. It's just too hard. It's like, and that's, it becomes something that you don't even feel yourself saying it because you just been programmed repeating that to yourself. And then your, your brain justifies how you can't. And so that's why when you're aware of what are the sentences you repeat yourself, 
and merely watching kids. And I, you know, it's it's true because even when I now that I, you know, more I work on this and mindset and energetics, I'm I'm observing how, you know, the children they come home and they're like, Oh, I did an exam. I'm sure it was all bad. It's like, why do you say that? You know why? And that's what they all say, right? Children, they do something, they're like, I'm sure I'm just gonna have a really bad grade. My thoughts like, I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, don't want to talk about it. That's pretty light. But then when you say, I'm sure it's like bad. Yeah. Did you say, oh, like, I, okay, I learned everything, but I'm sure I'm really not going to do it. I'm like, of course, if you say that to yourself before even going to the exam, you're not going to do anything. And when you observe that, a lot of children and teenagers, that's what they repeat to themselves. So don't be surprised. And, um, the, the saddest part I see now um, in American school system, I can speak for U.S. school system, that growth mindset is really not um, encouraged in schools because they're given grades, they're given some sort of GPA, and then that's a label that's given to kids. This is a good child which with good academics. This one is not. And they believe in that. They believe in that, oh, yeah, I got B in uh, math. That means I can't do better. Yeah. I'm thinking, why can't we teach this as academic topic, growth mindset, teach kids that everything's possible for you? How about we believe in that? Even if you're going to be in math, you can still become a successful businessman. You can do whatever you want to. And a lot of successful people, when we look at their biographies, uh, the game changers, trailblazers, they've been pretty mediocre in school. They have been very... B or C students in mm-hmm. school, which was not a true resemblance of their genius, their, their mm-hmm. intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is going to start with the younger generation when they find that impossible is really not the word they have to use. And it mm-hmm. comes with parents too. Teach them with your example. <laughs> yeah, and encourage them and then watch them when you are when you understand that you know sometime we we th- how the mind can affect our results by understanding how you know this all function you are able to teach your children so it's helpful so it's like and that's really good because more you are um maturing from a mindset and a standpoint more your whole family is benefiting from it so it's not just you there is transforming but you are able to transform and empower and inspire and encourage everyone around you so everything changes everything absolutely um for women who are maybe on their path or they have these dreams of like one day i will do it i always tell them um start by being scared just start it and do it scared if you're scared still do it it's okay show your passion if you have to go on social media and talk about what you want to start or you want to talk about your i don't know look, i don't know professionally you want to go somewhere you you want to do something do it scared just do it scared and challenge yourself uh, don't avoid it because you feel you will fail and always um this is what i tell a lot of times to women don't say, uh, I can't do it. It's impossible for me. Always say, I can do it. It's possible for me. But how do I do it? Ask yourself a question. Your brain is a search engine. Ask yourself a question. You're going to find the way. <laughs> it's true. It's exactly. And and you push yourself. That's And that's the new way of you. And that's how you will succeed in your business. Succeeding in your business is not about overworking yourself. It's a different way. It's about building the courage and the bravery and to be that businesswoman that's successful and 
and great entrepreneur you aspire a great leader you want to be and that needs courage it's not the overworking it's the courage to show up even if you can't to speak even if you are like oh my god i don't know what to say i just want to hide and just still show up <laughs> you still do it you're scared still do it scared challengers and even if you have some sort of situation you're on live you know live stream you're on social media you misspoke you said something it's okay it's natural it's even better than being that curated like oh i know everything now i'm gonna speak as an actress if i know just be you and when um, another thing i want to um, also um, you know drive home is when that passion is bigger than your fears you'll still you know you're gonna do it you know you're gonna do it this is it's inevitable because at some point it's going to come out and you will not like to not have a control of that future say you know what i just wanted it which is not when people don't want to do something they'll find 10 15 excuses why it wasn't necessary for them that's the self-sabotage that's um let me find reasons why it wasn't the best time for me to start my business mm. How about you start it you did the work and what if it succeeded so think about that narrative changed absolutely changed the the way you're going to create that future of yourself so picture it like i, I like a lot of um i may sound uh, you know silly but i do a lot of visualization thinking no of, i think you sound amazing this is but you are so yeah. right that's exactly who we all want to be we feel great when we visualize <gasps> love it imagining the beautiful setup, the beautiful. And, um, also take things out of your life. If you're on an entrepreneurial journey, you're going to some sort of a newer journey in your life, take things out of your routine that don't serve you. Sometimes there are habits we have that really don't serve us in the best way. Like self-criticism, like bashing yourself or having a habit that's not making you healthier, get rid of it. Think of it that this is an obstacle um, on my way to get. And it could be also environments and people. If someone you feel is not bringing the best in you, not cut ties with them or, you know, don't talk to them. But just in your journey, try to surround yourself with people who will elevate you, who will lift you up rather than saying, why are you even doing this? This is... Mm -hmm. You know, you already have everything. And, and if you looked at me a year ago, I have my um, government position, six-figure salary, successful career. I wasn't, I wasn't happy. <laughs> yeah. I was miserable. Now that you're miserable. so bubbly. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to have fun in our life and bring it. I wasn't enjoying who I was. And I, I had no control of my professional future. I had no control of it. Because it's probably your personality. When you like to be in charge of things, you want to decide how this will go. And that's one of the biggest factors that you will succeed. You want to be in charge of that outcome. Yes. If you have that quality, nurture it. Nurture it. But, you know, embrace that quality because you want to be in charge of that seven-figure business you're going to have in five years. Think of it as you already have it. That's right. Show up as you already have it. Yeah, and align to it. I love that. That's so beautiful. Ah, 
You give so many great advice and beautiful to everybody watching us. I haven't been able to see all the comments, but I know there are so many women and men, often men followers as well, that can get so much advice from here. Uh, if you watch us live, do hashtag replay and tell us, uh, share with us your questions and your impressions. What would you like to say, Dr. Annie, as we are wrapping up uh, today's, I love the conversation. We were just like having tea together. <laughs> I am so grateful for getting to know you. And I think that this is a meaningful friendship. And um, oh, yes. um, how do I say it? this is a long lasting uh, friendship that we think and I will I'm looking forward to getting to know more. I want to thank you for the opportunity. I also want to say that just by trying, we're actually getting better. So keep trying, keep doing what you're doing and work one step at a time. One, one foot in front of the other, just keep going toward that direction. Never quit. Yeah. Never quit. Because if you quit, someone needed you. Someone on the other side of the universe needed your services, needed your help, and you quit. Mm. Who's going to help that person? Think of your gifts and talents as a, as a gift and service to others rather than it's not you. It's not you that has to benefit from it. It's Think of others. That's the way to change yourself and don't come from a place of ego saying, oh, I'm not good enough. That's actually a lot of ego, you know. In it, that's right. When you say, what if they need me? People need my help. If I don't show up for them, who's going to do it? So that's the, the you know advice for the day. I want to also mm, inform that um, on LinkedIn, and it will be also uh, live streamed on my Facebook group, I have a five-day master class about health, mindset, uh, confidence, um, October 24th to 28th, Monday through Friday, five days, and I will be announcing it very soon. So follow me to get more updates on that. I want to thank you again, Dr. Him. Sure. And we have your um, tag on LinkedIn, and also uh, we can share also your tag on Facebook. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, That's everyone. Beautiful. Such a beautiful conversation. Thank you for coming. It's an honor for me. And I'm and see everyone. Thank you. Yeah. See you soon.